Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. Hey, what's up, friends? Graham Baldwin here. Welcome back to the Speak Aloud podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hey, we got another uh, one of these bonus episodes for you. This is, I think, our 18th bonus episode. We are bringing all kinds of extra goodness your way these days. Uh, so while we are in the thick of this COVID crisis, uh, we are talking to different speakers and those in the speaking industry asking how they're adapting and adjusting. Today, we're going to be talking with uh, my friend Clint Pulver. And uh, Clint does a, a, he does a lot of speaking gigs. And like uh, so many speakers, the uh, feels like the rug was just kind of pulled out. And so we uh, talked with him about how he's been making uh, adaptations and adjustments to the um, uh, this situation and how he's doing virtual events. And one of the things that Clint does that makes him a little bit different and unique is he is a incredibly good drummer. And so uh, it's one of those things that you, you, you want to kind of be in person to experience. So how does that translate into a virtual environment? So we talked that through. Clint has also set up a kind of a, a, a virtual stage, so to speak, in his home. And so we explain that. He kind of walks us through that. Talk about the different technology. We talk about how he's thinking about pricing for virtual engagements. We also talk about, is this a short-term band-aid or is this a long-term fit for his business? Uh, we also talk about uh, how this is impacting the education market. Clint does some work in the corporate space. We also does some stuff in the, uh, in, the, in the youth market, in the education space. We talked that through. And we also talk about a virtual demo video he's created that's really moved the needle. Uh, we actually play that video so you can hear it. The audio is a little bit soft on that. It didn't work quite as well as we would have liked. And we explained uh, the, uh, the technology limitations. What do we do about those things? So a really fun conversation with Clint. I think you're really going to enjoy this. So let's jump into this conversation with Clint Pulver. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Grant Baldwin here. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day. We have been doing a series of these conversations and interviews with uh, people in the speaking industry, talking about how they're adapting and adjusting to these crazy times. And today, uh, we're joined by my friend, uh, Mr. Clint Pulver. Uh, and Clint uh, has been making some of these same adaptions and processing and thinking through uh, everything like everybody else. Clint's also just uh, released a, a great demo video, a virtual demo video that we'll, uh, we'll talk about and uh, may, may have a sneak peek of in a little bit. So, uh, Clint, thanks for joining us, man. How are you today? Uh, we're hanging in there. It's been uh, quite the ride. I appreciate you letting me be on the show, Grant, and uh, your content, everything you're doing, man. It's amazing. So. Is there anybody right now who's like, man, I'm, man, this is great. This is so much. I don't. Maybe the Amazons, the Costco's, the WalMarts of the world, but at least in the speaking industry, most of us are just like, it's day to day. Today, I'm today. I'm all right. Tomorrow could be different. Just- and it's such a roller coaster. Like one moment in the day, I'm like, we're killing it. Like, I'm going to keep my kids off the streets. And then the next moment, I'm like, we're going to be on the streets. (laughs) So it's, uh, yeah, it's totally ebbed and flowed. Now, how has the last, let's go back a little bit, uh, because it feels like we've lived a lifetime, and even just within the past month or so. I remember when this first started really happening, you know, I was texting with a bunch of speakers, you and I were texting. uh, And I remember you were kind of initially just kind of like, eh, it's a kind of blow over, it'll it'll pass. It's not, you know, um, we'll get back to normal sooner rather than later. Um, And so, 
which I think I, you know, I was kind of thinking that too. I think a lot of us were thinking, I remember a couple of buddies, we were texting every couple of days and before it really started to pick up here in the U S and we were like, you, you think that virus thing over there, you think that's going to eventually affect us? Like, nah, we're good. We're good. And so yeah. at what point did you realize like, okay, this is probably going to, this is probably here to stay. Uh, and I probably need to start thinking about this differently. So what's kind of been that timeline for you? Yeah, we had one client that was converting their live event to a virtual event. And they are, we are, it was already booked. It was, we were planning to do that event and they switched it completely to virtual. And they said, Clint, we want you to do a virtual keynote and we want you to use your drums and we want you to tell the Mr. Jensen story and we want you to use a flip chart and like all this stuff. And I, yeah. I, I first, to be honest, I told them, I said, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that virtually. And I don't know how that'll translate virtually. And uh, this sounds weird, but it's the truth. Uh, it's how this all happened. I was binge watching uh, the Imagineers documentary on Disney. Which Plus. is great, by it the way. Amazing. It's so good. If, yeah. If you have Disney Plus and you have not watched that, watch it. If you are a speaker, any type of entre entrepreneur, yeah. watch it. It it just fired me up. It was like I watched Rudy or, or uh, some motivational film. And I, I left that going, all right, Clint, this is your time to really just hunker down, do your best, create, imagine, dream. And uh, so we created a full virtual studio with the drums. And uh, here we are today. So what uh, and you, you, I assume you're in your house. I am in my house. What is it just like a spare bedroom? What what have you converted into this the, your virtual studio? Yeah, great question. So this used to just be uh, the drum the drum room where I had two drum kits, and when I originally built the house, I built it to be uh, soundproof this specific room. So I had double insulation, double drywall, but there was two window doors, uh, the the big. Uh, just barn doors, not even barn doors. Uh, I don't know what you call them. Just doors with glass and they would open up. So it wasn't completely. Trench doors. Thank you. I gotcha. And, uh, and so what I did is I decided because if we're doing drums and I've, I've got five different camera angles in the studio. And for me, that, that creates more of an immersive experience. And so angle, you know, for the B cam versus C cam versus a cam are all different. And so I needed a clean backdrop around the whole studio. So I yeah. put up nine foot curtains, seven hours of freaking hanging curtains in this room uh, and ironing them, but they're soundproof. And so it gives us yeah. really great quality uh, as far as audio is concerned yeah. and, uh, and does give it that kind of dark backdrop. And then we've got uh, five, no, seven studio lights and uh, obviously the audio mic. And then I've got, uh, it's called an EAD 10. And it's an acoustic, uh, electronic acoustic drum module, and that mics the whole kit. And then we stream that through. We're currently using OBS through Windows, and we are also building a computer that supports the stream. It's just not everybody. I would never recommend this, I don't think. Uh, but for me and what we're trying to do, uh, and if I wanted to include drums, that just opened up another can of worms that has uh, been quite a headache. But again, as we promoted the the video and and shown that uh, to offer value to our clients, the feedback has been awesome, and that yeah. experience and the production level does matter to them. Yeah. It does matter.
Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, it raises a bunch of different questions. So uh, it's one thing to say like, okay, I got invited to do this one virtual keynote and we'd like to include the drums and we'd like to do the flip chart and we'd like to do these couple different things. And so you could you could do a version 1.0 of that. It feel, This feels like the setup that you're in right now feels like, okay, this is, uh, this is going to be here to stay for a minute. And I'm not putting this up for a one-off thing. Correct. This is going to become a bigger, a bigger part of what I'm doing. So Correct. was that kind of your head going into it of just like, all right, if this is what the market's going to be, or if this is the way I got to deliver for the next foreseeable future, then if we're going to do it, we got to do it right. Uh, is that kind of your, your, been a, your approach? Absolutely. I, I, everything in our business has been, quality has been, uh, a top priority. Yeah, mm -hmm. your content needs to be amazing. Yes, you've got to be amazing on stage, but your marketing needs to be top notch. Your video, your and and now you we've become an AV team. You become a production company if you're doing anything like this. So mm -hmm. I felt like that needs to be that that needed to be just uh, as good on the quality. Now uh, I got several other questions, but given that we are in a, a, a um, you're in your your virtual studio, so to speak, uh, and you're a drummer, if people haven't connected the dots, do you want to play something for us? I totally could, but the EAD is not oh. set up when I reversed it, so I will. We I can, didn't prep you for it. I didn't prep you for it. I know. Well, let's do it again. I promise. Okay. We'll do it All again right. And we'll okay. Down. All right. That's we'll fine. That's. Fine. I don't I'm know that. I, other than video, I don't know that I've. You know, I haven't. I haven't seen you play. So I was. I was hoping for a moment there, but that's fine. That's okay. We'll do. We'll, we'll, do, a, we'll do a rain check. All right. So, uh, for some people who, who may be watching or listening right now going, okay, all the different like acronyms and description you just made, that feels like, that feels like way overkill or way complicated or way, way confusing. Um, is it, how are you, how are you feeling like you're going to run this? Cause even as you're kind of describing like multiple cameras, we're used to give me a microphone, let me up on stage. I'll do my thing. Other people are taking care of it. And now all of a sudden, like you said, we kind of become a, a one man band production studio. So how are you kind of thinking about this when you get ready to, to do gigs, who else is going to be involved and how, how's that going to work? Yeah. So Grant, we, I, I in the experience that we have found in jumping into this virtual world, there's five things that clients are asking for, they're looking for. And from what we received on feedback from our video and then the, the opportunities that we're booking, these are the five things that they're, they're that matter to them. So number one is, is production. So when we were doing live events, we would call that what's the experience that you could bring. Whether you're doing magic like Vin or you're, you're on a unicycle like Dan Thurman or you play a guitar like Mike Rayburn, whatever. Whatever it is that you can deliver that provides an experience, whether it's good storytelling, uh, great content, your uh, ability to engage an audience. So in the virtual realm, it's production. So good lighting, audio, sound. What experience can you provide on a virtual platform? Number two is content. Is it relevant? Is your speaking topic something that provides a need, fixes a problem in the situation that we're currently in? Right. Uh, and then the third piece is security. And I would even pair that with the word reliability. Do you have a good ethernet uh, internet connection? Do you uh, have somebody moderating the stream? Every one of my events that are paid for, we have a moderator. I have a guy named Jordan that sits in the corner and he is moderating the stream. He is on the Zoom call. He is listening. He is switching my cameras. Uh, I can do it by myself, but 
uh, I don't want to deal with that. I'm a performer. I'm on stage. I'm in my zone. Speaking in a black box is hard enough as it is. I don't want to worry about that. So right now I have a moderator that I pay a flat rate for every event and he sits in the corner and he clicks the buttons. <laughs> and uh, so that's been good for me. And, and it's mattered to the client to know, oh, cool, you've got somebody that if all systems break down or we get a bad connection or something's not working, yeah. somebody else is there to handle and make sure that everything runs smoothly. So and then the first the, the fourth thing is simplicity. How easy are you to work with? Do you understand Zoom? Do you can you send a link out? Are you using their link? Mm -hmm. uh, can you handle everything on the production side and make that an easy uh, streamlined process for the client? Right. And then the last part is your marketing. The video was uh, very successful for us because I think it showed them the experience that we could bring. Uh, if it, so, if you can right now, if you're watching this, like revamp your website, get a little virtual landing page, start thinking of some virtual uh, content, dialogue, things that are pertinent to the situation that in your your expertise, your your area of uh, relevance that you can offer to the market. Right. So, so those five things: production, content, security, simplicity, and marketing. Uh, and really, it's the same. I'm finding it's kind of the same stuff that we relied on when we were speaking at live events. Yeah. It's just morphed into a different format for virtual. Yeah, and I want to talk about the marketing. I want to talk about the video. Um, have you done? Uh, have you done any of the virtual, uh, like actual live paid gigs in the current setup yet? Yes, we've done two. How have they gone? Uh, first one was horrible. <laughs> uh, first one we were going with Wirecast, and it. Uh, we, it, it became glitchy and spotty during the keynote yeah. and it was a nightmare and we had to stop. It was so embarrassing. I was stressed out of my mind and we had to switch into Zoom and we broadcast uh, everything else through Zoom. And it worked in the end, but it was uh, extremely uh, difficult. Uh, but we're now running OBS through uh, Windows, uh, through the tower that we have built and uh, everything's going great so far. Okay. All right. Good, good, good. So even whenever like the first one, it, it's not going as well. You're having some technical issues. You're running into some glitches. Are you finding that the client and or the audience is a bit more patient and understanding? Like you still want to do it with excellence. You still want to do it to the best of your ability. But the reality is, is like, there's a lot of this we are all figuring out. The world is trying to figure out Zoom right now, which isn't overly complicated, but still you have a whole bunch of people using the same technology. If you're not used to technology, it can be complicated or overwhelming. So are you, how, what's been the reaction or the response from clients and, and audience members? Yeah, I think everybody is, is understanding. And especially when you, as the speaker, you play to it, you call to it and you go, you know, this is what we're <laughs> dealing with. Like, right. I'm glad I was able to get the stream going again. Uh, yeah. They they understand, uh, which has been really nice and helpful. Another thing that's been really good is we send out beforehand to the clients. Uh, first off, kind of like a little write up of saying, just so you know, make sure to remind everybody to mute themselves. Make sure if we need to block everybody's screen out, let's do that. We had one person on the second call that took their phone into the bathroom with them <laughs> while we were on the, 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 like doing the presentation. And I'm sitting there. I have a 40 inch monitor. Uh, that has been my saving grace because you're speaking in a box. I can't speak to a curtain for an hour. It just yeah. doesn't work for me. So on Facebook marketplaces where I bought 
this monitor for 25 bucks <laughs> and, and I can see everybody. So that helps me to perform. Okay. That helps me to have a conversation. And I'm sitting there and this guy takes his phone into the bathroom and I'm like, okay, hang on, everybody. We've got to just uh, cut the stream. I'm talking to the moderator. Yeah. I'm talking to the person that's hosting it. So giving them a little bit of set rules of things that yeah. they can do on their end is helpful. And yeah. then um, I, I would also say if, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, on, on that end, giving them a list of the things that they need to do. And then I think we need to have a sound check before the live event. I, for me, I always had sound check. I always yeah. had to go mix the drums when I was doing live events on stage. I think we should still do that same thing for virtual. Where, whether it's an hour before the call or even a day before the call, get on with four or five of the select people in the corporation or the school or wherever it is that you're speaking and say, let's do a run through. Yeah. I want to show you what this looks like. Let's talk about it. Uh, that's been, that's been key. And I, I don't think we'll do a, another virtual event without doing a run through beforehand. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, so I'm curious, uh, from a platform standpoint, are you you primarily using Zoom at this point? Like just your standard Zoom, are you using a Zoom webinar or what What platform are you using? Yeah, so we use what, act, we can provide that, but only, I'm not paying for like the, the plan through Zoom that like allows 400 people. I, I, I'm not gonna pay for that. So we are just all, most of the time we are hosting through whatever the client wants to host through. Okay. So whether that is Zoom or another platform, uh, and again, then we will work that out through the run through. So we are allowing the client to host. Okay. Do you prefer that or do you prefer like, okay, I know for my setup, for the drums, for the lights, for I know that, you know, this tool works better than that tool. And I've tried that tool before and it's, it was a disaster last time. So are you getting to that point? Do you think you will get to that point? Or you just say, Hey, I'm going to roll with what they've got and just make it work. Yeah. We have to roll with what they've got because some people are using different platforms and, yeah. uh, I mean, obviously, like, I'd love to steer everybody to YouTube. YouTube streams way better than Zoom does. Yeah. Way better. But people aren't using YouTube right now for streaming. Some people are, but some people aren't. Most people are using Zoom. So mm -hmm. we've just given them the option. And then through our run through, we make sure that it's successful. All right. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, I want to show the video. Um, it's a quick video, a minute and a half or so. Um, and so before we show the video, give us an explanation here. What are we watching? Why did you create this? Who is this for? Kind of give us the thought process behind it. Um, yeah, brought to you by uh, the Imagineers documentary that inspired <laughs> me to create uh, this. Uh, we just wanted to show the experience. Again, we wanted to show the production value, a little bit of the content. I also made the video intentionally a little bit broad. It wasn't specific to leadership. It wasn't specific to corporate uh, or it wasn't specific even to kids. It was kind of a general overlay just to show them that my history and my career in speaking was in the youth market, in the education space, and now in the corporate space. But I still like to dabble in all of that. So my marketing has to be a little bit more broad. And we're focusing a lot more on just inspiration and motivation right now. Out of the inquiries that we received from the video that launched, I would say 98% of them were, were people asking, can you just give us a little bit of inspiration and motivation? Yeah. I think the biggest thing that we're battling, obviously, uh, uh, with, with COVID uh, is now isolation and anxiety and depression and domestic violence and people that are, you know, young kids that are struggling in broken homes or, you know, even... Uh, 
uh, marital relations, right? And, and family and that those dynamics. And it is, it is, uh, people are looking more and more for motivation and inspiration. So that's what we wanted to create in this video to showcase that. And so far it's, it's been a good thing for us. Let's play the video. Connection is the key to significant leadership. Now more than ever, we need good leaders that have the ability to connect. Hey everybody, what's up? We are live. My name is Clint Pulver. Thank you for joining me today in the studio for a virtual keynote. Welcome to the virtual studio where we do virtual keynotes, workshops, coaching, and one-on-one -on -one consultation. We provided the highest production quality available through stage lighting, multiple camera angles. We've even got the drum set live mic'd up to create the on-stage experience that's engaging, entertaining, and leaves your people inspired. This is not your typical Zoom meeting or another webinar. We've created the ultimate virtual experience that's engaging, entertaining, and full of content that leaves your people inspired. Just because it's virtual doesn't mean it needs to lack in quality. Now more than ever, we need good leaders that have the ability to advocate as much as they develop. We need stronger teams that look out for each other, that understand the power of collaboration and innovation during times of uncertainty. If the virtual platform is something you're considering for your next event or team meeting, please let us know how we can help. I promise what we've created here will leave your people energized, uplifted, and inspired to be better for each other, your company, and the world. So good, so good. Well done, well done. Now, how long, how long, uh, how long did that take to put together? Because that's not like a, hey, I just shot a, uh, you know, like a simple little video or something like that's well produced. And so, uh, kind of give us the some type of timeline here of what it took to put that together. So we did it in three days. That seems fast. Yeah, I, I mean, here's the thing, and I think it's faster than how it would take to create a regular speaking reel in in the the live world, right? Because you got to. Mm -hmm get uh, multiple stages and multiple yeah. events. And, and, and I have no testimonials in that as well, which right. we're hoping to add to that in, in version 2.0. So it was once the space was created, uh, you know, my, my videographer, we, we, and I storyboarded it out and uh, we collaborated on the idea and what we wanted it to look like, filmed it, edited it. We went through uh, like three different versions, sent it to our management team. Uh, they gave feedback, sent it to a few other uh, mentors of mine, got their feedback, did the final edit, and that was it. Yeah. But the point being, like, a couple things. One is that uh, you created version 1.0. Now, granted, like, your version 1.0 is really, really, really good. Um, but even like you mentioned, like, we're, we're not waiting until we have testimonials. We're not waiting until we have, you know, actual feedback. We're not waiting until da, 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 da. Or I would do this if, I would do this if, I would do this if. Um but doing version 1.0, you can always make another one, uh, you know, in the coming months. And even like you said, it wasn't like you were even speaking to, um, uh, you know, here's my topic or here's the problem that I solve. I'm just kind of, here's a context, here's a platform that I'm showing as a different medium of how I can deliver the quote unquote Clint Pulver experience. Would that be, would that be fair? Yeah, absolutely. And, and to, again, I think you, you never get a, a, a second chance to make a first impression. So yeah. I did want it to be good quality and I wanted it to showcase what we could do, but it's not perfect. Uh, but I, I, for me, I wanted it to be as, 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 a, as high quality as we could, we could create. 
So you had mentioned before we went live here that, all right, you put the video up. Um, it's got a lot of great feedback amongst, especially amongst, uh, you know, our speaker community. But uh, you mentioned that it's also got a lot of feedback from potential clients. What have you been hearing from clients? How's the response been? Yeah, I think, and what we did is, and please, everybody, I, please know this. I am aware of like, you don't want to be the guy that's like selling and pushing or pressuring or like buy my course. But also during this this crisis that we're in, I think it's okay to offer value. Uh, and sometimes people don't know what they need or they don't even know. We talk about virtual. And what I wanted to do is just show them what that could look like. Mm -hmm. And if that helps you as a business, if that helps you as a school, if that helps you in, in whatever it is that I have to offer, then great. Let, let's create a win-win situation where we can exchange that value. That's what we used to do before. And I still think that's okay to do that now, as long as you're sensitive and you're creating that win-win for both parties. And so that was our, our take in this. And as we've sent it out to clients, past clients, we've just said, listen, I'm now doing virtual. Everything on the live event side has ended for me, but this is what we've created. And if it can offer value, if it can help you, please let us know. And the feedback from that has been exceptional because, again, it's not a sales pitch. Hey, here's your three tips to getting through the crisis. It's just this is what I've created. If I can offer something, let me know and let's have a conversation around it. Yeah. And it's been received very well and it's shown clients, oh, my gosh, this is great. This looks cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's talk about 15 minutes of motivation or inspiration or, hey, I'd love for you to jump on with our team and give us a few ideas on how we can come together and unify a little bit more in a virtual space. Yeah. Whatever it may be, it, it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been really cool to see how well received that has been during, despite the situation we're in. Are you finding that whenever um, potential clients are seeing that or past clients are seeing this, they're like, oh, that was really good. Yeah, Clint, you should just you should just hop on and do a Zoom with us that people are like expecting that it would be free or are they expecting it to be a reduced fee or kind of how how are you thinking about pricing and how are you thinking about the kind of you what you kind of alluded to there, the balance between like. Yes, we want to help. Yes, we want to serve. Yes, we want to provide value. Like you and I are, are taking time out of our schedule. No one's paying us for this. We're not being compensated for this. We're just yeah. trying to help speakers and those in the speaking yes. industry. Um, but at the same time, you and I both have to eat and live indoors. We both have um, uh, houses full of women that we need to take care of and provide yeah. for. Yeah. Uh, and so therefore, we have to receive value for the value that we're providing. Uh, in this case, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this for free, but other things we do charge for. So how are you kind of thinking about what do I do for free and what do I charge for right now? Yeah. Again, there is no one size fits all in that, at that question. I think that it depends. It depends on, on the client. It depends on their need. Do they want 90 minutes? Do they want 25 minutes? Are they looking for a five minute video that they can share every week for their people? Are they, everybody's been across the board. Yeah. One thing that has helped though, is this is when they see this and they understand that, okay, I don't have to pay for AV and like I used to with a live event or a sound person or a technician and uh, a ballroom that I'm having to rent. But I do see that you are now providing that mm -hmm. and that's expensive and that costs money. And also I have a moderator and I pay the moderator. So knowing that there are, there are expenses to now producing this, it's not just hopping on an airplane and paying for a hotel room, showing up to the event. Yeah. There's production costs uh, that that's kind of helped to communicate that. And then uh, again, it's just, it's just the, the value piece of the content. And again, creating a win-win of does this, does this, is this worth paying for it for you? Yeah. Is this something that you find 
valuable. Would you charge your typical keynote rate currently for this type of setup? So if someone says, hey, what the, the 60 minute thing that you do on stage, I want you to do the 60 minute thing right now in this environment. How are you thinking about pricing? I've heard some speakers say I, I've been doing ha half I've, or down to 25% of what my normal rate would be. Um, how are you kind of thinking about pricing right now? Yeah, so we are not getting anywhere close to what our, our live events uh, were back, back before this all happened. Uh, Again, it, it's 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 situational. It depends on on the clients. Uh, it depends on their need. It depends on what they're asking for. Right now, there is no guideline. I'll be completely honest. There is no like one set fee that we're sticking at. It is a conversation, being sensitive to them. Hopefully, they're being sensitive to us and our situation. Yeah. And let's find a win. It's market testing. We are market testing uh, this industry to see what works. And I'm trying to provide the best product at the best production level with great content and delivering the best I can. And again, the market always speaks and we just don't know yet. So uh, it's kind of a trial and error. I've lost, uh, I think two events because we were priced a little bit too high. And, and so you kind of, we just have to, we have to wait till it shakes out. And I don't know where that is yet to be completely honest, but we are trying. Uh, so we'll see. Every time I, t I talk with uh, with speakers right now, you know, publicly or privately, I think we're all just kind of like, we are making it up as we go, as is the rest of the world. And we're yeah. all just trying to figure this out right now. Yes. Uh, okay, I got a couple other questions for you uh, and then we'll let you go. One uh, question, because you do a lot in the education space, um, I'm trying to think through, we've had some questions about this, about what virtual speaking looks like in the education space right now. You know, you and I have both done a lot of school assemblies. We've done a lot of conferences. We've done a lot of events. Um, and how is that going to translate to a zoom world? Obviously for most schools around the world, uh, school's been canceled for the rest of, of the remainder of this year. Uh, hopefully we'll start back up in the fall to be determined, but, uh, how are you, how are you kind of interacting with and thinking about, uh, possible virtual gigs in, in, in the education space? Yeah. So again, education, it's, it's diverse in what they're asking, what they're, they're looking for. Some of them are asking for pre-recorded stuff that yeah. they can uh, introduce into their virtual courses, uh, their, their virtual platforms. Um, others are looking for uh, end of the year convocations. We've got a lot of seniors that are not getting the chance to graduate. And so for the kids, uh, we're jumping on and we're doing like a quick little 15 minute for kind of a, a virtual convocation celebration for those that want to attend. Yeah. A lot of uh, school teachers right now, they're struggling to just get kids to even get on uh, for the virtual class. Right. Like kids are just aren't showing up or uh, that engaging uh, part is kind of hard. So they've used uh, kind of what we're doing as a marketing opportunity to go, hey, we've got a motivational speaker. Or we've got someone yeah. that's going to drum or something that, that sounds somewhat cool. So that's been used. Uh, and then there's the professional development side for the staff that, Hey, let's just gather everybody together and let's thank the teachers, yeah. uh, because everybody feels like they're on an episode of survivor right now. <laughs> right. So let's give them a little up. Let's give them a little motivation. Right. I'm going to play the drums, just share the story about how a teacher changed my life and just thank them. Yeah. So it is, it's all across the board in, in what people are asking for right now. How are you thinking about this? Obviously, you put a lot of, of emphasis and effort into creating your virtual studio there in addition to just you know time and energy, but money um, building out what you've got there. Uh, do you feel like, hey, th I'm just doing this just to kind of buy time. We're going to do this for a few months. Or do you feel like virtual is going to be a bigger part of, of your offerings going forward? How to six months, a year, however long from now when we are we're back to some sense of normalcy, how do you think virtual is going to fit or not fit within your business model? Yeah, this, this is here to stay. 
100%. Uh, I would have never have done this, to be honest, probably had this not happened. Yeah. So there has been a really cool, uh, uh, I don't know if you want to call it silver lining or just positivity or good things that have come from this. For me, I wouldn't have done this. And it's allowed me the time to create, to do something different and to offer a, a, a separate offering. For me too, I can sit for hours and watch YouTube videos of drummers uh, playing to different tracks and rocking out. And so I've got that set up now and I want to start doing some YouTube videos and just work more on the, the creative space within music. Yeah. Uh, but that concept grant of I could do two of these, three of these in a day, you know, in between go hold my little baby girl yeah. and then be in my own bed at night. Like, Oh, that, that concept to me is so wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I love live events. I will always love live events, but the ability to still help people offer value on a virtual platform like this has been really cool to, to experience. Very cool. Uh, all right. One final question. So I know you are an extremely optimistic, positive guy, uh, as are most speakers, but at the same time, uh, we have our, our moments of, of doubt and fear and insecurity and worry. And especially right now where business is hitting on all cylinders one day, and it feels like it's just crumbled through our hands outside of our control, uh, the next day. So how are you remaining uh, upbeat? How are you remaining in the right mental headspace right now in the midst of all this? Yeah, staying actively engaged in building something has has helped me. That's yeah. been therapy for me. I like to get on and I, and I've worked I've I've connected with so many gamers and streamers and watching YouTube videos and tutorials. Like that's helped my mind and my headspace to focus on something other than I'm unemployed and I don't know how I'm going to feed my family. Right. So so that's been extremely helpful and uh there's a in 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 the book Good to Great there's a story about uh James Stockdale, he was a prisoner of war for seven years and went through extreme isolation. And he talked about how he got through it. And he said, I, I never lost faith in the end of the story. And we're in an experience right now that we're going to look back and we've got the opportunity to write and uh, create something in a moment of history that we will look back on. And you can either have kind of the woulda, shoulda, couldas or the do it, did it, done it's. And so having that perspective of, okay, I'm moving. I have no idea what I'm doing half the time, but I'm moving. Right. I'm trying to create something. And that has always uh, helped to write a better story. And in the, in the end, right, I, I think it's going to be, we're going to be okay. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. So let's just keep moving. Control what you control. All the basic cliche motivational stuff that everybody talks about, but it is real. It's true. Yeah. So get busy living or you can get busy dying. Shawshank Redemption. I like that movie. Uh, so I decided to just get busy. There you go. Uh, Clint, this has been so good, man. We appreciate the time and I appreciate you leading the way in uh, setting up the virtual studio here. Uh, I'm sure we'll continue to have conversations over the uh, the coming weeks and months about how you're doing and how you're uh, adapting and adjusting. But uh, we, we appreciate you, man. Grateful for you, Grant. Thanks for all you're doing, man. Seriously. Hey, if people want to find out more about you, what you're up to, uh, where can we go? Uh, yeah, hit me up on Instagram just at Clint Pulver and, and then my website is clintpulver.com and, and happy to help seriously uh, anybody that needs help on any of this please reach out we're all making it up as we go <laughs> yep, yep. Thanks, man. blind is leading the blind
All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Clint. Uh, again, I'd encourage you to, uh, you can go online and you can look up uh, Clint Pulver, look up that uh, new demo video, the virtual demo video, if you want to see that. Uh, really, really good stuff, really well produced. So uh, Clint is really doing a good job of pivoting in the midst of this crisis. So uh, I encourage you to do the same. If there's anything we can do to help you, serve you, support you, let us know. Uh, we'd love to work with you and help you have a look in. All right, hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. You're awesome.